Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. Welcome, ladies, to the break every uh, woman deserves, and holy fuck, did I need that today. Woo! Golly, I met Lynn. You have leveled. I'm just, whew, okay. <laughs> um, I met Lynn recently. I think we sort of um, met uh, through some online Facebook groups and like some local ones, like Happy Pineapple. I think we ch- I saw you on. And uh, to be honest, I can't remember. I feel like I'm just I'm in and out of groups, and I see a lot of local people, and I just chat with them wherever I see them. And um, yes um so she's reminding me that was about my event and so yes she messaged me about that yes that's what exactly what it was and um I think Lynn after you emailed me about the event I started to see your name everywhere and I guess I forgot where I originally seen it anyway and then um we do what people do pre-covid and we went out and had coffee um, and that'll be a thing now, right? Pre-COVID, post-COVID. Um, so, and it was phenomenal. I just felt so connected and, and, uh, knew that we would be friends. And since then it's been, um, lovely. And especially through this, uh, trying time, um, thank you, Lynn, you've been checking on me and you've been touching base and, and just, you know, Hey, and it, it means a lot. And, um, a lot of amazing people have been reaching out in different ways and I'm just, I'm just grateful for our friendship. And so I'm glad to have you here today, especially on this, well, I guess what is meant to be the day of, of chill, because I really knew that our conversation was just going to be, you know, girlfriends chatting. So welcome my friend. Um, let's get you unmuted. There we are. Thank you so much for having me, Dion. Oh, absolutely. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you can tell how long it's been since I've been in a club. Holy crap, <laughs> how long those songs were. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny? Because you had, um, after Alyssa had had Dance Monkey, you were like, but that one is supposed to be one of Y songs. And I'm like, that's okay, I'll throw it in. So we end up with four songs. And um, anyway, lots of ass oh. speaking, which I think was... I mean, like I said, for me, it was definitely um, necessary. I'm, I'm definitely no expert in dance therapy, but I'm fully aware that your emotions reside inside your muscles. And when you move them around in a way that feels right, then whatever that is for you, then you can shake loose what needs to come out. And so I love that part. I love that part. So good, Lynn, tell us, um, tell everybody else a little bit about you. And, um, and I'm, I got some questions and, um, but yeah. um I'm a mom of twins boy girl twins John and Christina uh they are seven um I'm a teacher who is currently not teaching this year although ironically I was supposed to start teaching tomorrow until the end of June that's not happening at the moment I wonder why um but my family and I we um we moved here permanently just back in July and that was kind of unexpected, but something that has been on our radar for ages and ages and ages. So we are new to the area of living permanently, not new to the area. Right. Um, 
This is where we've always wanted to be. So I, I thank you, Dion, for welcoming me into your space and your community. And I was so looking forward to the Wise Women's Day. <laughs> um, but you know what? This is amazing, too. So, you know, we do what we have to do, right? Exactly. Um, so thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, and I want to be able to have a chat with, with everybody in this community and a lot of people, a lot of you who are here, um, we do have you scheduled on my, on my little calendar and who knows that calendar could go right into June. So everybody's getting a turn just so y'all know. Um, uh, but I, I think part of the reason why I was, I was drawn to, to want to share you with the world, um, was because I was really inspired by your commitment and your, your drive, it, like when you really feel it, something's right. And I, I giggled when we chatted because I was like, you're like um, a sprouting intuitive. Like there's, you're a highly intuitive person. I think you've been listening to yourself for a long time. You, and like so many of us, but have been putting it out into the world. Like, well, you know, I do this and I do this and I do this, but I, I really, you know, those moments when you've been following your heart, I just find that really inspiring. So um, I know that you, you went overseas and you taught over there because you were so passionate about becoming a teacher. It was just, you were, you're committed to it and you ran into all kinds of obstacles. Um, and, but you committed to it and then met your now hubby. And, yeah. um, so tell us, maybe tell us a little bit about that journey. Cause I think it, it leads into, um, for so many of us, the journeys we all commit to, even though in the moment we have no idea what the hell we're doing. Right. We're just like, okay, okay, I'm just going to, yep, this, like, I got to do this now and I could do this now. And then, um, all of those pieces that you've put together have brought you to a, what you had said to me in a text, um, last this morning was, I think I, this entire year has been preparing me for what we're going through right now. So hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like this year, um, if you had talked to me this time last year and said, put any one of the things that's happened this year on my radar, and said, oh, from a year from now, I would have been like, no fucking way. Excuse my language, but no way. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? You're crazy. Right. Like all of us even right now in the pandemic, right? Like, honestly, like, and I, I, I just really have felt it's been one pivot after another, after another. And I should be a dancer. I'm not because I've pivoted so much that I'm just, like I said to you this morning, I feel like this year has been a year of training to get me to this moment so I can be strong. Mm. Um, I know a lot of people are really, really struggling right now. And don't get me wrong. I'm having my moments too. Uh, especially at the beginning of the week when my daughter was sick. Remember that? Yeah. I was, I was a bit freaked out. Uh, we've got medical issues over here. Um, so I was, I was really having a hard time just keeping it together, but we've kind of passed that. So I don't think she's got the virus. We never went for tests, but, um, sorry, I totally digress from the question that you asked me. It's okay. So, um, I was, I'm interested in any part of, I mean, you know, there was the, you being overseas and then coming back and then committing to the education yeah. needed to become a teacher. But I think part yeah. of it, part of your story that really sticks with me is that moment when you said to your not then husband, like if you're in this for the long haul, I'm moving up North. And <laughs> so, so if I'm moving to the cottage and he's British and he's like, what the fuck is the cottage? <laughs> it's a place on Georgian Bay. What the hell is Georgian Bay? Um, anyway, I, my husband, I met him 
So I did what most people do or did, I'm going to say did, uh, in high school was just kind of followed a path, didn't have much guidance or modeling going around me to help me kind of find a way. Um, but I was always drawn, I always gave up my spares to help with the spec ed children and um, the students and tutoring and whatnot. So teaching was always a passion for me. Um, but I went to university, did the thing that you do, came out with massive student loans, worked my ass off at four jobs for a couple of years. And then when it was done, it was like, okay, now what? And um, I really listened to my heart and my heart said, you need to really pursue teaching. So at the time I just got out of debt. So I didn't want to go right back into debt. So I just followed my heart and a friend of a friend who was a priest actually at the time said, you can go to South Korea and teach with a university degree and you can see if it's for you. So off I went, despite everybody in my family saying no, it felt right and I didn't know why. Um, off I went, I landed there and it was a very challenging year, I'm gonna say, for a lot of reasons. Being blonde with big breasts didn't help the fact. Um, but I met my now husband who was also there to teach he still really doesn't really know why he ended up where he ended up but he was on his way to australia and we ended up being in the same town and um like again i i really leaning into what feels right and a gut feeling is something that i've i've been doing for a long time and um it was christmas time and we were we were all kind of indoors like this and it was a massive storm and I got a text from these girls saying, come on, come on out for a drink. And I was like, no, I, I just, I was a bit depressed. I was Christmas. I got one day off and they said, come on, come on. And I just thought to myself, you know what, just go. Something's just telling you to go. And it was that night that I met him. Um, and that was it. Like truly that was it. We, we just hit it right off. And I did say to him at the time, not that night, <laughs> but I did say to him subsequently after, you know, we decided that was Christmas. We decided by the end of January, like that was it. We were going to get married. Um, but I said, if you're in for this, like, really, I'm going to be going back to Canada. I'm not going to England. I'm the oldest of five kids. I need to go where my family is. And by the way, we're going to be moving to um, the cottage. And, and he was like, okay, whatever. And he didn't really understand what all that meant. But just leaning into the gut instinct and leaning into what felt right. Um, and there's so many other things that I could tell you about by doing that. And where we are right now, as I'm looking out the window, is really still hard to believe that we're actually here, but we're here and we're here together. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's the most important thing. It is not the path that I thought we were going to get here. Right. It was not the plan I had in my head. But truly, when you put it out there enough, I really, really believe it comes, comes the universe has a way of, of finding out, finding a way for you, even though may, maybe it's not the path that you thought. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm here. But again, even if you had said this to me last April, all those things were put in motion at the beginning of April. I still wouldn't have believed that we would be like, this would be happening. Right. Um, but this is our dream come true. Yeah. Literally our dream come true. Not the way I thought, but 
And it doesn't mean I have, don't have other dreams, but this is a dream come true. And I think what's really uh, poignant or powerful for me when, because I know a little bit more detail as to um, all your pivot points, let's call them, is how in each of them, they were in like extremely challenging. And, and I think the reminder of, you know, we are going through something extreme right now and all, and, and collectively, um, and we've been talking about, you know, um, looking for the, the gifts and, and the opportunities. And sometimes that's challenging to do that in the moment. And, you know, for me, even just what I went through, I would say went through what I, I was processed quite a bit this morning. Um, you know, my husband is, is shifting to being laid off and, and I had to go and, and, and cancel things that I, to be honest, I, I hadn't even thought about. And all of a sudden now I'm in like a, felt like I kicked into some survival mode and I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like feeling that out of control. And it's not that I've been up until now felt like I was completely in control, but I, I really felt that, you know, my space was mine and I, I, I could, um, I could pause and process and, and today just felt very immediate. And I think there's the lesson in that, uh, again, as we're doing this collectively is that we have done this before, you know, we have not this and not at, not when it involves so many other factors potentially, but we have faced so many challenges that while we were in it, we thought this was it. This is going, this is the thing that's going to break me. This is the thing that's going to divide us. This is the thing that's going to stop me from achieving what I want. When in reality, often the, it is the thing that leads you to the thing that you really want. And, and that's, that's what I was holding on to today. And so as you and I were communicating this morning via text and you're like, it's okay, you, you take care of yourself. And I was so grateful for that. But I'm like, you know what? Taking care of myself means being reminded of this community and of the strength and power that we have here and what I have within myself, right? So it, it's important that I show up for myself by showing up in presence of others. And I think that you know, again, I, I, you know, it's not that I want you to walk us through all the challenges that you face, but I think it's so crucial that we own and acknowledge that if all of us, I think a year ago had, if someone had come up to us and say, here's the five top crazy ass, terrible things that are going to happen to you that are going to change your life forever between now and a year from now, you'd be like, yeah, I don't think so because I'm going that way. And life's like, nope, you are going this way. Um, yeah. So anyway, that, that was a big part of, of, of why I wanted to have you here to, to help remind me and to be that support and reminder for others. So um, maybe let us in on what you gained and what you were able to, I, I guess, learn through some of the challenges that you faced over the past year. Um, and, and why you believe that it's prepared you for now, like, um, sorry, can you just say that one more time? I've yeah. been making lunch for little ones in the back and I half heard what you said and half didn't. Sorry. That's okay. Um, I was wondering if you could tell us what you feel you've gained or you've learned, uh, from the challenges that you faced over the past little while that, that you believe is what prepared you for today. Like, um, gosh, there's so many, I think, um, 
the biggest thing though is really i'm feeling really called right now to connect with people um, and reach out to people and connect with them and maybe not everybody can do that but i'm feeling called to do that because i'm just listening to what's going on mm -hmm. um i think really truly listening to what's important to you the most important um there's bits and pieces of every time we've had to pivot this year and it's just focusing on, you know, one, two, three really important things. Like there's so many things that we can't control, like so many things. But what I've leaned into, and I just posted this on Instagram last night, um, you know, offering it up and surrendering and, and focusing on the things that I can control. Because I think there's so much that's out of control. And I like, this is a really unique time right now that as a, as a world, as humanity, we are going through, not one of us has been through this before, not one. Um, so we have nobody to kind of look at to say, how do we get through this? And <laughs> that's happened to me several times this year right. where I've gone through things where people, I didn't know who I could talk to. So I just had to kind of go within and, and find strength from other things that I could control. And there's, there's control and there's comfort. In, in focusing on the things that you can control. Right. Um, and by doing that, I think it kind of takes the noise away from the things that you can't control, right. if that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely yeah. it does. And I think you you also, like what encompasses that, and you said it at the beginning is, um, you know, on what you, what you want and what, where you want to put your attention and, and like what matters to you. So right. really paying attention to what matters to you. I mean, I, I think that, you know, if I asked everybody here in, in the room, um, you know, talk, tell me about a moment when you were reminded of what's important to you, uh, everybody could come up with something. And I think that you're right. We don't have anybody to look to for guidance to be like, what do we do now? Um, so we really, it's going inward. Yes, we're connecting through community, but it's not because I believe that this person has the answers or this person has the answers. It's about being able to be present with the, with other individuals who will help me to find my answers. Because I, I truly believe we have the capacity to manage um, everything that life throws at us. And we, we just need to feel supported that we can maintain uh, that forward momentum, no matter how teeny tiny those steps are, um, or no matter how many pauses we take. And I think that, um, you know, for me, that is definitely something that I want, that I did today. It was just like, let's just pause and, and, and that's okay. Um, and I, I really am coming much more in love with the idea of surrendering, um, as a recovering perfectionist people pleaser, that was like a hard no in my world for so long because surrendering meant loss of control. It meant that, uh, you know, I wouldn't understand, I wouldn't know the outcome. If I don't know what the outcome is, I can't tell you whether or not I'm going to do it correctly. And if I can't do it correctly, I don't do it. It means the whole layer system as to how I stop myself from doing just about anything. But surrendering to the process for me really means about um, acknowledging that like, I'm pretty awesome. You're awesome. Every one of you in this room, however you're looking at me right now, awesome. And we bring great gifts to the world. And that's what I, that's 100% what I needed today. And that is definitely something that I, I really felt sparked when we were having our conversation um, and, and why I wanted you to be here today um, because 
in you sharing your story, I was reminded of, of how powerful surrendering and, and believing, even when in the moment or even in our conscious self, we're not even aware that we're doing it, right? Because you were saying to me, oh, well, then this happened and then this happened. And, but you, but the reality is you kept showing up and doing the things, even though part of you is going, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how, the, why this is happening. And, and I think we do that, right? We, there's a part of you that is, is ready to lead is ready to take control of the surrendering process. And, um, and I think that that's new to a lot of us and being feeling supported and being able to be like, I totally fell down and sucked at surrendering today. That's okay because I'm, I'm tomorrow is a new day. And, um, and yeah, so that's, that's, that's my, that is my lesson for the day. Um, that's how I really feel. So, so thank you for, um, reminding me of that at our, during our, our beautiful uh, coffee time chat and, uh, for being willing to come and, and, and share a little bit about, you know, that we can all do this even without the gurus and the, you know, the people who've done it before that there is no security in our actions other than trusting ourselves. So thank you. For sure. Thank you for having me. And there's so much, there's so much, um, I I'm pretty spiritual, but there's so much that you gain from giving and giving you receive. And I think all of us have so many talents and gifts right now. Mm -hmm. And by tuning into what we can share with others that's good about us, mm -hmm. we're just going to get back tenfold. And um, yeah, and like, look what you're doing for all of us, right? You're showing up and you're doing this every day mm -hmm. and connecting people. And it's amazing. If and, not, what would we be doing? And I, I'm, we each do the thing that we do. And for me, that was like, I couldn't help myself. Thank you, Deanna. Um, and you know, the, amazing people who I reached out to and who connected with me about wanting to, to come and share from here. It's, it's definitely not about, um, it's not about business, but at the same time, we all have beautiful gifts to give. And sometimes we, some of us have wrapped it up in a, the capacity to be a business. Um, so for me, I'm a coach and this is what I, this is how my passion lies there. And I'm, I feel grateful that I can go and do that on the every day. Um, but the reason why it's, this is easy is because it is my passion regardless of whether or not it's the business. And, um, and I know that a lot of my guests coming on, you included have passions that, you know, you have been able to foray into potential income because at the end of the day, we all need money to live, um, right now hopefully we won't need money to live and we'll just figure all that out, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and part of the reason I wanted you to come on here is because I am super intrigued by some of the passions that you have. And I know that the backstory is, 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 is detailed and involved. Um, but that you were very passionate about uh, non-toxic skincare and about being mindful of what we uh, consume um, and that what we use in our worlds and, and on our bodies and with our children. And I think now it is more important than ever that we, cause I'm like, oh, it's always been in the back of my mind. Every time I put my makeup on going, I have no idea how old this is and what impact it's having on me. But I think that there's something I should research later. I ah, just slap it on my face and then we'll go about my day. Right. And, um, 
I'd been sort of inviting <laughs> the universe to guide me to someone, to something that felt like it connected with me and you connected with me. So I would love for you, if you don't mind to take a minute to maybe let us know a little bit about that sort of passion side of you and what you do and, um, and your family. Right. Totally. I just, <laughs> I, just, I just kicked my husband out. Oh, He's okay. Lunch for the kids, but I'm just going to get really real, really quick here. Um, cause I'm, I'm, I'm an open book and anybody can ask me anything. I'll be 48 in June. I spent my thirties with five miscarriages, miscarriage after miscarriage. Um, and in the end, every time I had a miscarriage, I went to a darker, darker place, but I felt still that I needed to keep trying. Um, in the end, after the fifth one, really put my foot down and said, um, we want a referral. And after months and months of testing, genetic testing, because the doctor said, you know, you could be good and your husband could be good, but when you come together, it's not good. Um, they said, it's, uh, it's environmental then. There's nothing that we can find. And I just <sighs> felt like the wind, I, I, the one, in one part, I was so relieved um, that there wasn't anything wrong with us. But on the other hand, I was like, the air got knocked out of me. Like, what do you mean it's environmental? <laughs> like, we eat fairly well, you know, organic as much as possible. We exercise, we do all the things right. Um, and I really started taking a look at what was in the house and cleaning products and whatnot. Fast forward, um, I found myself unexpectedly pre pregnant with the twins a really difficult pregnancy. I was terrified how I was gonna carry two when I couldn't carry one. But I really, I stopped cleaning the house. I did, I really made some very conscious choices. Anyway, long story, they were born um, and they've had some challenges since birth. They had some challenges when they were in vitro, but they have had some challenges outside and have been on medication since week five, um, specifically respiratory, uh, issues, which is why I was freaking out at the beginning of this week. Um, and then three years ago, I was introduced to Beauty Counter. I thought what I was using on the kids was safe. Um, it certainly cost enough money and it said organic and it said natural and it said fragrance free. Um, so three years ago, November, I was introduced to Beauty Counter and, and I learned that, um, I had some idea, but I learned that there are so many harmful, toxic, cancer-causing, known-to-be-harmful ingredients in our products from formaldehyde and baby wash to formaldehyde in your eye cream. Um, and I was just absolutely in shock. I, as a teacher, I considered myself pretty well-educated, but this was all new to me. I, like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And if there's one thing I can share with you to take away, um, the girl at the time said to me, go home and look at the back of your products. And if you ever see the word fragrance or au parfum on the ingredients list, know that that's a loophole in the industry and it's allowed to represent up to 3,500 ingredients they don't have to disclose. And I was like, say what? So I went home and everything in my house from my bathroom to my kitchen to my laundry room had fragrance or au parfum on it 
including the fragrance-free body wash that I was using on the kids on the back, it said Eau Parfum. And so I started digging deeper and deeper only to realize that there's so much greenwashing going on um, and it just goes on from there. Anyway, immediately I started looking at this company, Beauty Counter, and looking at what they were doing and they educate people and they advocate for changes with the government. Um, and then they formulate the safest products on the market. And just because something isn't, you know, is called natural or organic, it doesn't mean it's safe. So I really, um, this spoke to me because I started looking back at what I had been using for years and years and years. Never mind finding out that there was cancer causing ingredients in those products. And I went through a myriad of emotions. I'm gonna say guilt and shame for not knowing. And then I was like, no, I, I no, this is not okay. And I am just committed to this. I don't know how I'm gonna do this. Even if I just share with my friends, that's what I'll do. Um, three and a half years later, I have a very, very good business. And that's what I've been living off this whole year, but um, it's passion meets purpose. and. The amount of women that come to me said, I had no idea, and I, most people don't know. And yes, in Canada, we have a list of 700 ingredients that are not supposed to be used in those products. But here's the thing, if any company chooses to use them, there's no repercussions, <laughs> which is just like mind blowing to me um, in this day and age, just like what's going on right now in this day and age, how can this happen, right? right. How can this be allowed? So I'm really, really passionate about this um, and, and talking to people and teaching them how they can be safer so that there's so many hormone disrupting ingredients. Um, you know, sperm counts are lower than ever in the world and it just goes on and on and on. And I just never made the connections. I never knew. So I'm very, very passionate about educating people and trying to help them get healthier and safer because most people have no idea. And so I'm just really passionate about it because I care so deeply to the core, yeah. but I'm also comforted and reassured that every day since then, I know that what goes on my kids, because your, your skin's your largest organ, um, and what goes on your skin goes into your bloodstream. And I just never knew before. And I, you know, I think you hit something. I mean, I am, I'm super intrigued and, you know, I've talked to you about like, I would like private lessons on in all this. Um, and because for me, I'm, I'm a knowledge first person, uh, wrapped up in a nurturer. And so that it, it makes, it's definitely something I'm, I want to know more about. Um, I think, but are you with me? You seem a little frozen. Well, what I'm, I'm hoping she'll pop back in or that she can hear me. Um, what I wanted to share was I think what's, what's really powerful is that moment when we learn anything and that we don't guilt or shame ourselves for what we didn't know the day before. And I think that, um, so for me, you know, yes, I've been, I've been aware of certain things that are going on in the world or I've been aware of the toxins in my makeup or whatever it may be. Um, but the reality is we can get really stuck not moving forward for fear of the shame that will go like the that will show up because of what we've done in the past um and i i really think that that's an important thing to remember again for for everything that's going on right now and i think i i think we lost her 
hopefully she'll come back. <laughs> Hi, I'm sorry. We just lost our Wi-Fi, so I'm hotspotting my phone. Okay. So I just wanted to, so I'll let you know what I was, where I was getting to was how important I, I really think it is in what you said about not guilting or shaming yourself for something you didn't know before. And I think, um, so for those of us who, again, we're moving into such states of uncertainty and there can be a lot of guilt and shame wrapped around our behaviors that we're just recognizing that we're doing um, because the, everything's sort of been magnified and microscoped. So, um, so thank you for that reminder. And I know that that's part of our conversation that I'm, I'm, I'm going to want to keep talking to you about and, and to tap into um, how you were able to make that shift and then what you hold on to in the process. So, so thank you for that. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.